This is The Real Magic Podcast. Learn about great design and use it to get great results. Now your hosts, Greg Merrilies and Alan Nunez. Hello, listener. Thank you for joining Greg and I today for The Real Magic Design Podcast, where we try and unpack our experience to help designers and business owners understand how to create amazing designs and work together to make design that is profitable. Jesus, I did that all in one breath. I'm Alan from Pixel Partners HQ, and here is my co-host, Greg from Studio One Design. Hey, Al. How are you, man? I had to put a twist on our intro today because of the topic. You're trying to be funny. That was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> it's terrible. It really was. It really was bad. <laughs> but the thing is, I got halfway through and I thought, what could I do that's a bit silly and a bit funny? Uh, we're talking about comedy in designs or using comedy in designs. Yeah, exactly. And we're just going to be quite general and, and we're going to give some case studies of things that we find quite funny. And, you know, it might just spark some ideas for you, the listener, to put into, into your own you know, either website or or marketing campaign or products or whatever the case is. Because, you know, realistically, comedy is so important in life. And a lot of the time we just forget to put it into our products. For some reason, we just go into serious mode. Yeah, you know, I think, I mean, we're we're talking about comedy in designs, right? But really, I think what it comes down to is that making somebody smile, making somebody happy, making somebody giggle, it's triggering an emotion. And that emotion then becomes connected to your brand. And brands do, they they become so serious these days. It's Mm. sad, you know, let's let's have a relationship with our with our customers. Let's make them laugh. Let's have a good time. Yeah, because, I mean, realistically, people buy with emotion. You know what I mean? Like, that's the reason that they buy, because of the emotion. Um, you know, the, the influence that the the feeling has on them will make them purchase, as opposed to the, the features or the benefits or whatever. It's really how it makes them feel. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the interesting thing is, is that in recent times with the explosion of, you know, internet-based sales and direct sales and Facebook advertising and social media, I've seen some really great examples of, you know, funny sales videos, funny promotional videos, right, where, you know, these brands have moved away from the traditional 15-second TV ad slot Mm -hmm. and they've gone, well, you know what, I can engage this customer for two, three, four, five minutes if I continue to make them laugh. And that's a great sort of example of, you know, using what's available today to inject some humour into their marketing. Now, I will say this. I think it's important that if you are going to do something that is funny or comical, that it fits within your brand, right? So if you are a more serious brand, you know, that maybe just maybe you can make people smile, but you don't have to be comical. Does that mm. make sense? Oh, uh, absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be, yeah, congruent with your brand. There's no doubt about it. Like, for instance, if you're talking about marketing campaigns and you see on, you know, your Facebook feed or, you know, YouTube, those little snippets, the, you know, you need to grab somebody's attention and you can usually do that by being funny. But if it's disconnected from your brand, then you got no hope because once they click on it, they're going to click off straight away if it's not relevant to why they clicked on it in the first place. Yeah, that's right. And I also think too is, Continue if that is going to be your approach. Continue that through the rest of the process, so that you, you get you you will get repeat purchases 
if you continue that brand integrity through the rest. So recently, there's a few that I've uh, I've made purchases from these businesses for no other reason that I wanted to see how they continued that brand and branding through the process. And some have really surprised me and done a fabulous job and others, you know, that character, that brand character has stopped at the sales point. And afterwards, it's just like any other transaction. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's not, you know, so I think it's super important, super, super important to have that that continuity from beginning to end. Yeah, 100%, man. Hey, just quickly, what have you been up to, buddy? We forgot to do our little <laughs> opening of what we've been up to. Mate, to be honest, we're really busy in the photo studio at the moment. We've just got lots and lots of really interesting products, everything from kids' toys to socks and breast pumps and quite a variety of things. So we've been having a lot of fun in in the studio lately, and I've been in there. I really love getting behind the camera. Yeah, that's cool, man, and that's that's the beauty of being a business owner. You can, you know, sure, you can have a team and you can delegate and all that sort of stuff, but what I like to do as well is I still like to design. So, yes, I'm the business owner. However, I'll get in there and design the projects that I want to design myself, and I guess you do the same thing with the photography. Yeah, there's a few that I go, oh, that's going to be fun or it's going to be challenging, and, you know, it helps to keep your skill sets yeah. sharp. I mean, I'll never forget in my early days working for a, for a retail company, you know, the CEO was a salesperson and the company was built on salespeople and he would walk down into the showroom on a regular basis and sell to a customer, mm-hmm. you know, and it was very intimidating if you if you worked in that store. But, you know, it, it allowed him to keep his, his skills sharp and, and show his entire team that what he says he believes in and he does himself. Yeah, yeah, love that, man. Cool, dude. Well, guess what I've been up to? What have you been up to? I'm just so excited about this. I can't tell you, man. But um, So we are designing a website. It's a little bit hush-hush, but, you know, it's on this podcast now. Now I'm not going to say what it's all about, but it's for the guy, one of the guys that did the voices for the Muppets, Sesame Street, and he's the voice of Yoda in Star Wars. Oh, that's cool. I know, it's just absolutely amazing. We're designing two websites for him. And we've had a few video conference calls with him and his team over the last couple of weeks. And man, he's just a funny, funny guy. So does he do voices when you meet with him? I, You know, I haven't been game enough to ask him. And I'm sure he gets asked that all the time. <laughs> no, but I was just curious, you know, if, if a guy like that, whose job it is to do voices, you know, gets on a, on a meeting and puts on a funny voice for just, just for fun. No, but he does crack a lot of jokes in there. And it's kind of in, in the same sort of style as the uh, Muppet style of comedy. So, cause he did quite a few voices of that, of the Muppets. Um, I, I actually had a friend back in the early days of mobile phones who did great voices, right? And he made a little side business of recording voicemails for people. Oh, yeah, cool. Why not? Yeah, we're talking back in the day when uh, I guess we still have voice <laughs> voicemail these days, but back in the day of the answering machine or? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he used to do it for people's answering machines and, and in the early days of mobile phones for people's voicemails. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was great. Anyway, listen. Yeah. As much fun as that is and how comical it would be, and this would be interesting, the website that you're designing, whether you're going to, you know, put in, if he is such a fun guy and funny guy, whether you're going to inject that character into his website. Yeah, well, we're not allowed. Well, there's a license agreement. So obviously Disney own the Muppets now. So we're not allowed to put anything in there that's related to the Muppets, which is quite challenging. But the answer is yes. He's put a lot of comedy into into the video, into the copy 
Um, even the the imagery as well is quite funny. So yeah, definitely, man. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. So it's a nice segue. And so we are talking about using comedy in your designs and it could be on your website, but it could also be in your, you know, your social media or your products, your packaging, or even, you know, if you do training courses, which is always a good way to attract new prospects to build trust. If you break the ice with a little bit of comedy in your training, it can go a long way and get people engaged for longer. Knock, knock. Who's there, Al? I have no idea because I am not funny. So that, that's our little disclaimer before we start, we right? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I am not funny. We are not funny. But we are not we, funny. But we do know that if if you make people smile, you will get a connection with your designs. Exactly. I'm a little bit funny, by the way. But anyway. Well, that's good to know. That's handy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're hilarious, actually, dude. You're just not funny on the podcast. Ah, oh, I'm hilarious. <laughs> I'm hilarious in a trip and stumble and, and fall flat on my face kind of way that makes people laugh, but I don't do it deliberately. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, all right, so why should people be using comedy in your design? I mean, we've kind of touched on it, but I would say one of the main reasons is that, you know, obviously... When you're around people, you choose to be around those people because they make you feel good and often because they make you feel laugh. Uh, sorry, they make you laugh. So They make you feel laugh. They make you funny. feel laugh. That's pretty funny, isn't it? But, you know, I would also say that it immediately takes the pressure off when somebody's engaging with you rather than, you know, they could be, you know, their, their expectations are, okay, what have we got here? Okay, here's a featured benefit, whatever. And But if you just, you know, break the ice and take the pressure off with something funny, immediately it just makes them feel relaxed. Yeah, look, I think the fact of the matter is people like to laugh. Yeah. People like to smile. And my opinion is, is that if you can get a little smile out of somebody with your brand, with your marketing material, and, you know, we're talking really generally here. We're not saying, you know, make a funny YouTube video. We're saying, you know, think about your material, whether there's an element that you can add that can put a smile on their face. And it might be just, you know, these things that everybody hates within their industry and turning it on its head. People smile because they think, yeah, as if that's ever going to happen. Mm. And that's a really good point, man. Like, do something like zig when other people are zagging. You know, like we, when I, you know, saw Jay Abraham talk, that's kind of one of his key messages. So you want to be different to your competitors, and that's one way you can do it by injecting some comedy in there. And you know, you can also what we call, you know, take the Mickey or take the piss, you know, out of yourself or your competitors, like not directly, but just as your point of difference from how you are different to your competitors as a whole, you can inject that into your comedy. Yeah, look, Samsung currently has a campaign out at the moment. I don't know if you've seen it where they're essentially taking the Mickey out of Apple, right? Now, I don't think it was very well done, in my humble opinion. Sorry, Samsung marketing team. Because <laughs> they listen. G'day. Yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> well, sorry. So so I can't work out if the ad was meant to be tongue-in-cheek or it was meant to be a dig at them, like a, 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 a proportion. I can't work out the proportions of the ad, right? Mm -hmm. My feeling is they meant to be a bit cheeky and a bit funny because the ad essentially shows a lot of the features that the current iPhone has and highlights the fact that they had it before them. Right. So, you know, the waterproof nature of an iPhone, they're, they're showing like they're, they're doing sort of through time, this person traveling through time and he gets his latest iPhone and they show it. And then he's at a pool and somebody drops 
the two two people in the water, one has an iPhone, one has a Samsung, the Samsung's fine, and then they show the iPhone, you know, with rice and moisture packs trying to <laughs> trying to trying to dry it, you know, the the big screen, all these things. And it could have been done so that you would laugh all the way through it, but it was it, you know, it, it didn't I've worked with Samsung, so I'm sure there's probably some legal reasons why they didn't go down that path, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you've got to do it carefully and you've got to do it right. You know, it's taking the mickey can be a really oh, is that is that an Australian colloquial term? I think it's yeah, pommy, Aussie, don't know, but it's uh, I don't think it's American. How do we translate that into uh, US? Making fun of something. Yeah, making fun of your competitors. Yeah. Now, also, be careful too because there can be some trademark and legal. Oh, be very careful. Yeah. Implications. (laughs) Absolutely. You don't um, want to get sued. But yeah, I I can think of an example. There's a company called Purple Bricks who, a real estate agent, they're global. And what they do in their advertising campaign is take the mickey out of their competitors as a whole. So in other words, they are a very uh, low cost alternative to real estate agents who typically charge a fortune, right? So, you know, they're like, I think, a fifth of the price of a standard real estate agent. So their ads are all about, you know, two people at a barbecue or whatever. And then one says, you know, I sold my house and, and I used purple bricks and, you know, saved a fortune on, on agents fees, etc. And then the other person will go stick their head in a, a bucket of ice or something like that, because they didn't use purple bricks and they spent a fortune on the agent, you know, things like that. They got a whole series on that particular, you know, that, that avenue, but different skits, different situations. And, and you know, I'm reading Richard Branson's latest book and in there, he talks about, you know, not being too serious. And a lot of his, campaign launches for the virgin brand into other industries often directly you know you made fun of the competitors shortcomings mm-hmm. and, and illustrated that they don't necessarily have those those shortcomings so it's a very viable option have you got any good examples yeah well well actually you just gave us one didn't well, there's you? one yeah but i was just thinking as well well you mentioned an ad, ad campaign what was that one again i'll um, for aston martin aston martin yeah explain that that just that's amazing so it's it's a fun ad actually i this has been around a long time and i and i couldn't actually tell you how old or how long this ad's been around but it's for used aston martins pre-owned vehicle sales right and it has this long leggy woman in uh sexy underwear and the statement is you know you're not the first but do not really care i didn't say that well let me try that again (laughs) you know you're not the first but do not really care right so it's funny i mean the ad looks sexy so if you're their target market which is probably middle-aged men you're going to look twice at the image right and then you're going to read the statement and it's going to make you laugh so yeah but that's i mean that ad's not comical i don't think right like it's it's not slapstick comical yeah 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 have you seen the ad going around right now that's a used honda accord and it's gone viral. It was even on the news recently. And yeah, it's basically some dude who's, you know, in advertising and, you know, he's actually, he does these type of videos for a living. And so he's decided to do this video for his wife's car. And it's just hilarious. It's really, really well done, really well produced and cost a fortune to produce. And this, that, you know, they were trying to sell this car for under $5,000. And they ended up getting an offer from a, a used car yard or something like that in the US who 
uh, I think offered to pay you know something over a hundred thousand dollars for for the car just as a result of their their funny video and there was a you know a bit of a publicity reason behind it but yeah they, I, I'm not sure what the outcome is because I haven't heard that yet but I just heard on the news last week it's that's cool you know like I think online video if done well can serve you really 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 well I mean in the past, to do something like this and get it in front of customers cost a lot of money because you had to buy TV ad slots, right? Yeah. And today you can do video advertising, YouTube advertising, Facebook advertising, and you can get your videos in front of customers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we spoke on a recent episode about step one. The underwear brand, right? And we talked about how they had a very funny brand in that they they were trying to be comical and then they carried it right through to the delivery of the goods with 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 a statement that was on the packaging you know to me that's a really great example where they've delivered on two promises right their brand is fun okay so that's promise number one and promise number two is you know it's the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear and they've carried that through the packaging the way they deliver it to you they're treating these items like they are important to the person who bought them right Mm -hmm. so it's bringing the whole experience together yeah nice another one with these online videos is the duration of the video you're not restrict i mean people say if you don't get their attention very quickly you're going to lose people in any marketing in any advertising in any design right Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at a video that's done by Fiberfix, F-I-B-E-R-F-I-X, mm-hmm. right? And this video, I think, is really funny, right? It's got, like, this redneck guy who, uh, you know, is fixing this with this fiber, fixing things with this Fiberfix product. And what they've done is they've opened the video with a car with a roll cage made out of traditional cloth tape, like gaffer tape, and another car with a roll cage made out of this fiber fix, mm-hmm. and they've driven both of them off a cliff, right? And that gets your attention in the first few seconds, and then you sit there and you watch this funny redneck through the rest of the of the, the video. Does that make sense? Yeah, now, the yeah. reason I bring that up is they got our attention early, and they kept our attention, and the video is actually nearly five minutes long, which is, you know, that you would never put a TV ad that's five minutes. I'd yeah. love to know if anybody from Fiberfix is listening, I would love to know your engagement rate. Like how many people watch through to the end? I would say it's probably a fairly high proportion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. And you're probably right. Yeah. And there is no limit. Obviously you're not limited like you were in the old TV advertising days with 30 second ads. So yeah, as long as you can keep them engaged, it's, it's definitely a, a good way to go. And, you know, and really that's sort of the same, like they, they're taking the mickey out of their competitors as a whole without particularly naming them like like the Apple example that you gave. Yeah, I mean, they're making comparisons. You could do yeah. it like this. Right? So you could call a plumber, it's going to cost you hundreds of dollars or you can use our tape, you know. Mm-hmm. You can buy a new one or you can use our tape. But they do it in a very funny way. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I got another example. We're talking about videos and we'll get into some other examples other than video, but we're just testing a slightly funny homepage video on, on my website, studioondesign.com. So I don't know if you've watched that yet, Al, but um, we're kind of taking the mickey out of ourselves in the sense that, well, first of all, you know, when people come to us, they, they, they really want a website that's going to increase their overall perception and raise their profile and things like that. So our video 
starts off with, you know, you are unique and in, in this really kind of serious voice, but really funny images to, to contrast the serious voice. And then and when we get to the middle of the video, we're talking and we start using some designer jargon like we talked about the other week, right? And we just go a little bit overboard. So I'd love to get your, your feedback on that approach. But we are testing it and we'll see how it goes. Oh, I feel terrible, Greg. You sent me the link to the new design <laughs> and I actually just assumed that it was the same video as you had up before. So I will make an effort to watch that. <laughs> sure. uh, but you've had a little bit of comedy on your sales pages in the past. I really love, and I'm actually trying to find it. Do you still have your, oh, there it is. You had an offering for your designer on tap yes. product where you basically said, well, here's package one. It's going to cost you this much. Here's package two. It's going to cost you this much. And, you know, here's the best value package, which is, how did you, how did you, well, here it is. The most, the, the, the best value package, which excludes, excludes everything is zero dollars don't apply now so you know you you're sort of saying well hey if you're not interested you're not interested go away but you're doing it in a funny way yeah and what we do when they click on that button we've tested various you know opt-ins but this latest one we've got up so it says so you're not not ready to apply yet which is totally cool however do you want to know why your website isn't getting awesome results take the quiz now you know so it, it's a lead magnet yeah and it great. converts well yeah but yeah just on that it's just you could make slight tweaks to your copy you know as well just to give it a bit more brand personality and inject a little bit of humor into the copy and you know not only on on the website you mentioned before with the undies not only do they inject comedy into their video but they also inv inject it into the, the words on the website words on the packaging on the products they send etc and so yeah just think about just tweaking some words here and there to just add a li little bit of comedy onto your website just to let people know that you're human and you're not a robot and your brand is not like everybody else's Let's really think about this, right? This is nothing new. I mean, big brands have been using humor to get people's attention for a long time, right? With cheeky imagery, with clever TV ads, with smart and funny billboard designs. So this is nothing new. Mm. I think what we're trying to say is, is that, you know, some of these overtly extravagant things that those big brands do in the past has seemed or has seemingly been out of reach, for the average small business. And and I guess this episode today is just a reminder that it's not. You, you can start doing these things, you know. And I hear it all the time. You know, I, I hear people, you say, well, why do you work with that particular person? Or, and I get referrals. I get somebody say, hey, go and use this particular person for this service, right? And I ask, why? Why are you referring this person? And I inevitably get one of two things. Either they're exceptionally good at what they do, right? Or they're a really fun bunch of people to work with, or it's a, he's a fun guy to work with. He's enjoyable to work with. So that's that one-to-one. -one. The buyer is buying because he enjoys working with that person, right? And that mm. person's probably got that you know, slightly comical character to them. He's fun. He, you know, it's a little, take, takes the mickey out of himself a little bit. So, you know, inject that into your brand and give that to people. 
Yeah, absolutely. There's another website, uh, Vinomofo, so um, V-I-N-O-M-O-F-O, and it's it's a wine brand essentially, and they're absolutely smashing it. And, you know, they've got a really funny video, but they also, just the name itself, you know, Mofo, like that that's funny, right? And then they've got some social proof on their website, which says 551,805 happy mofos and counting. Like that, <laughs> you know, that's just funny. It doesn't take much just to put a little bit of comedy in there yeah i mean they're just making you know they're they're making you smile mind you they've got a guy running at the bottom with just do it that scrolls up and uh yeah i hope no one from nike's listening because i'm pretty sure they might get smashed on that yeah good Uh, point is that that's not one of your web designs is it no it's not man no no not at all but um, and also if you scroll down the page halfway down, it says still scrolling, <laughs> right? And then it says, "Come on, what's it going to take to convince you?" An inspirational photo, and then they do together. We can make the world a better place, one epic deal at a time. And they're just getting real cheesy, and that's why they've done the just do it as well. Yeah, no, no I totally, I totally get <laughs> yeah. it. It's uh, it it is. It's it. They're 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 ejecting some fun. And you know, wine wine lovers obviously they they believe that their target audience is buying their product. Yeah, is a fun loving bunch. Yeah, and look at the last photo they've got. Oh man, don't make me beg with a really cute photo of a puppy. You know. That. Yeah, and this all leads from the statement at the top. You know, where it kind of says, you know, uh, where is it? It says, uh, seriously, this is the best wine site on the planet. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. So it's it's telling a story down the page. You got it. Yeah, but it's using all of the conversion elements, like you know, social proof and and all that good stuff as well. But yeah, it's very well done. Yeah, and you asked me before the call to try and think of some um, some sort of funny packaging type designs, and to be honest, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, I know that you can sort of Google funny packaging concepts and stuff like that, and you, you get a ton of them, mm-hmm. but a lot of the ones that I see when when I see these, I know that they're really they're, they're conceptual designs. A lot of them really never made it to market. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And and look, T-shirts, we, you know, we design a lot of T-shirts and a lot of them, you know, they're not funny. But if we do inject a little bit of comedy into some of them, usually just a little slogan based T, you know, a a, a saying, um, they generally sell the best. So it doesn't take much. And yeah, I know that slogan based T-shirts on many websites do really well. So, you know, if you're listening and you've got a business, you might do some promotional gear for your business. But don't be so serious and just put your brand logo on there. Nobody wants to wear a brand. If you can use a slogan or something that's quite, you know, just a little bit humorous, you're going to get more people that want to wear that as opposed to wearing your brand. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so before we wrap up, are there any others that stand out, you know, that are current or from the past? Uh, I mean, everyone can Google these, these ones that we're talking about. Well, Whole Proof was one you mentioned earlier. I remember the Whole Proof Ants in My Pants advertising campaign. That was, do you want to explain that? I remember it quite well. It was very funny and very memorable. Yeah, look, and again, for our overseas customers, I think that was pretty much a uniquely Australian campaign. But, you know, it was it was a very, it was a, a, a very sexy lady in her underwear looking, you know, fearful and terrified and had ants climbing up her legs towards her pants <laughs> um, and all of a sudden you see an ant eater to the side and she turns to the ant eater and 
says Sikkim Rex and That's you it. see the ant eater run towards her and she's just giggling, right? So it was fun. It was exciting. The world's biggest beer ad. That was always a bit of fun. Do you remember that? No, one? I don't. Google that. Have a look at it. Maybe oh, not now because yeah. it's uh, you know there's a lot going on in that. Sure. You had one on the list, which was Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. Once again, it's it's more about the video, but it's a very funny video on their home shop, uh, homepage of dollarshaveclub.com. So I encourage you to look at, but look at that. But it's really just about you know they're, they're just taking the Mickey out of themselves essentially, and they're going through their factory and sort of you know, talking about this big process and, yeah, it's it's quite good. You've got to watch it for a laugh. You know, I'm going to, here's a left of field one that nobody would have ever seen, right, but I have a client in China who has a number of factories and what they did is they took a video team through and each factory got to, do, to design, design, choreograph a dance to a song of their choice right and they made three videos of their staff dancing and singing to these songs <laughs> and they cut them together as a video and you know it's exceptional because it actually you know it really highlights that they're firstly they're real people in this factory they're fun loving they love where they work they love how they work and anybody who's dealt with china before you know or been to china and seen some of these factories some of the conditions in the factories are not great Right, mm, sure. so it was a great way for them to highlight their whole attitude as a, as a company. Mm. Very, it was very very well done. Not comical, but it was fun and it mm. made people laugh. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, nice one, man. Yeah, all right. So hopefully this has inspired you to at least start start considering how to use some form of comedy or fun into you know into your business essentially. And another thing that I just thought of is if you do make videos. Obviously, if you're quite new to it, then you're going to have some bloopers. Do a reel of bloopers and pop that on your YouTube channel. I guarantee it'll do really well. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm going to have to work on my jokes for the for the podcast, Greg. <laughs> cool. You got any other killer tips there, Al? No, look, I, I agree. Just think of how you can make your customers smile. I mean, we're talking about you know extremes here where they're really funny and they've obviously paid writers to to create this stuff but yeah you know, how can you make your customer smile surely there has to be something that that you you know a button you can press that will make them giggle yeah exactly and uh, one final tip if you can put something funny on your 404 page so a 404 page is a page on your website that if somebody search for something and and you know they go to a page and nothing's there anymore then it'll take you to what's called a 404 page. So just put something funny on there, on that page. Could just be an image, you know, because people are going to be frustrated at that point. So just make them laugh and get them back on track. Absolutely. That's an awesome tip, Greg. Thanks for that one. Yeah, cool, man. We've done that on our page. You should check it out. <laughs> We've got a funny oh, I'm going to now have to actively <laughs> try and hunt for a dead link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just go studioundesign.com forward slash 404. That'll do it. Yes, I probably will too. All right, listener, thank you very much for joining us today on the Real Magic Design Podcast. We will catch you on the next episode and we'd love your feedback either on iTunes or a comment under our uh, under this post on the website. You got it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Real Magic Podcast. Hear more at therealmagic.com.